Welcome to Off the Beaten Path, but not lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fellas? Hello and welcome to Off the Beaten Path, but not lost. This is episode 77. Today's going to be definitely shorter than last week. Yeah, that was a long one. If you didn't listen to last week, you definitely should. It's about Big Bend National Park, and you can find it at thefailas.com slash 76. We are very excited to tease out a new project that we have going on. It's exploremorethreads.com. You can go there now and sign up for the waiting list. We're going to be selling different shirts, sweatshirts, mugs, and it's going to have fun slogans. like Yeah, like outdoor, adventurous kind of stuff. Yep, out, outdoor, RV-related, nomadic-related, travel. Off-road. So go sign up right now at exploremorethreads.com, and we will notify you when we launch. If we talk about anything in this podcast that you're interested in checking out, as always, you can find it at thefailas.com slash 77. Today we're going to talk about our route north to Michigan. After leaving Big Bend National Park, we our plans were to drive north into the Panhandle and then across to Oklahoma, into Arkansas, Missouri, Illinois, Indiana, and then straight into Michigan. Finally into Michigan. Yeah. We mentioned in an earlier podcast, but we plan to spend the entire summer in Michigan. We're going to be doing some RV renovations and Jeep renovations, and we needed a base camp for... Somewhere we could get packages yeah. and have a workshop and tools and all that good stuff. And the girls are really happy. I am so glad we're here. Why are you so glad we're here? Because I miss my family so much. <laughs> Our cousins already came over to spend the night, and it's fun. We've been playing a lot, having a lot of fun, staying over. So on the way north from Big Bend, we planned on stopping a bunch of times, like in doing a lot of different things, spending a little bit more time in each area. But we were too excited to get back to Michigan, and we wanted to surprise our family, so we skipped a lot of stuff. So we had to leave that on our book for next time. Yep. After we finally left Big Bend... We drove as far as we could that day, and we stayed at an awesome Boondockers Welcome near Midland, Texas. That was a really cool host location. Uh, the hosts were great. Yeah, super they, nice. Yep, they were super nice, friendly. We chatted a lot. Um, their spot was really nice. It was a big, huge gravel, nice and level site. And um, it's right on Midland, so it's definitely a good spot if you're leaving Big Bend. It's a good spot to stop as well. We'll make sure to link that in the show notes, that location. Along the way, between Big Bend and the Boondockers Welcome that we stayed at, we did hit a few attractions that were on our list. The first one was the Odessa Meteor Crater. When you get there, you can park, and there's a little visitor center you can go in, and the visitor center is, you know, it is what it is. It's not something to write home to mom about. But well, they, they do have a really big display of, like, Meteors. Meteors and, and um, rock stuff. 
Yeah, stuff that looks like came from Superman. Yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah, I was actually surprised about all the rocks. Mm-hmm. Cause I love rocks. <laughs> and then there's a walk. I don't know how short that walk. It's not that long. The whole it, round. Yeah, the whole thing might be a quarter of a mile. And goes around. But Lexi and I, <laughs> we we went in together. And that was it. Lexi and I or Kylie. So Lexi and I came out. When you go out of the visitor center, you can go to the right and then walk around in this big circle back to where we were parked. But uh, we just did, like, a little part of it because I had sandals on, and they were, like, cutting my circulation of my feet. <laughs> yeah, they were too small. <laughs> and it was super hot that day, and I was, like, sweating already. <laughs> and there was one more reason why, Lex. Do you remember? Yes. So when we walked into the visitor center, then we came out to do the hike, or little part of the hike, and we saw the sign that said, stay on path, rattlesnakes, or snakes. <laughs> yeah. Rattlesnakes. It does say rattlesnakes. And in, if you read the reviews, I don't know if it was on Google Maps or something like that, but um, there are some reviews on there that say that they saw rattlesnakes. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> that probably would have scared me even more. So we didn't do the whole path because there is a little bit of the area that kind of goes over the path, and that was too close for me because I'm terrified of snakes. So Lexi and I went back to where we were parked and then walked that way because we wanted to go down a little ways, and that part was cleared out more. But it was really cool once we walked all the way down there and then, like, looked around. You could see the meter, like, walls. Yeah. Or, like, you know, whatever that's called, the rim. Yeah, exactly. When you guys got back, Kylie and I walked around the entire loop, and uh, as same thing as you kind of like went around the to the far side, the path kind of goes down into it, and you could definitely tell you were standing in a crater at that point. When you're outside of it, it doesn't really look like much. No, at first I was like, I'm not even walking down there. Yeah, <laughs> it's not really worth it. But you can see where all the edges are lifted, and you can see where the impact was. And um, in the middle of it, they have this like super deep shaft that they dug trying to find the meteor. And I don't think they ever found the actual meteor that hit, but they have found pieces of it. Yeah. So if you check it out, make sure you walk down at least to where that shaft is. And then you can look around and see the sides. It's pretty cool. And over the last, um, I don't know, however many years, maybe a few decades or whatever it has, they said it has filled in a lot and it, cause it used to be a lot deeper. And Mom and I did see two lizards, so we did see... You did see some animals. Some reptiles. Yeah, reptiles. <laughs> also, disclaimer, if you've ever been to the Arizona meteor crater, this might be a little, like, underwhelming for you. Because <laughs> it's... It is... They claim it's the second largest meteor crater in the U.S., but uh, it's, like, a small fraction of the size of the Arizona one. And it's, like, been eroded and stuff, so... Yep. It was worth the stop to check it out and learn some stuff. And you could definitely stop there and have lunch and stuff, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was some picnic tables, and there were, at the picnic tables, there was, like, some signs, and yep. you could see Yeah, crater. like, right, right when we were leaving, there was somebody there starting a picnic. We also stopped at the Chris Kyle Memorial. Yeah, that was about 20 minutes up the road in uh, Odessa. But that was really neat. It, it's it's the uh, Chris Kyle American Sniper Memorial. It's a big statue of him holding a flag and a rifle. And uh, there's a big memorial built around it, around the statue, and it has a lot of different uh, information and stuff on it. And actually, the day that we went there, 
not even planned, but it was actually on his birthday. And there was a couple of cool things about it. His daughter signed it. Yeah, uh, the original sculpture, there's like a bunch of like things scribed into the bottom of it, like by where his feet are. If you ever go there and you can check it out, there's stuff from his wife and his kids. That's super cool. Yeah, it was really neat. It was pretty cool. And we also drove by George Bush's childhood home. It was closed, so we didn't get to go in, but we did drive by the outside. Then we went to the Boondockers Welcome, talked to them, hung out with them, got some stuff done in uh, Midland while we were there. One thing I thought was really interesting about that area is when you zoom out on the map, there is like all these little white squares. At first, I thought it was like a neighborhood or something, you know, like those were houses. And I was like, wow, look at all these houses. But then when you zoom in, they're all oil things. Yeah. Oil derricks and oil pump jacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's like a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take you, a picture of it and put, I'll take a screenshot of it and throw it in the show notes because it was pretty crazy. Yeah. If you're messing around on Google Maps or something with a, something with the satellite view and you go around that Midland Odessa area, it's crazy to see how many thousands of things there are. We stayed at that Boondockers Welcome for one night. After we left that Boondockers Welcome, we headed north. We went to the Lake Meredith National Recreation Area. And this is um, one of the few areas in Texas, like I guess you could say federal public land, that you can boondock. Yeah, so we actually stayed here for free for three nights. It's it's boondocking, so it's dry camping. Uh, but it was really nice. It was down in this like really pretty area. Yeah, there's, there's trees. <laughs> there's a few different spots that you can stay. The spot that we stayed was in McBride Canyon Campground. And they're kind of they're designated spots all along this road. And the spot that we had was nice and uh, open. And it had a pavilion with a picnic table and a grill and a fire ring. And, and trees. <laughs> and trees. At this point in our journey, uh, we hadn't seen much trees. So this was cool. And this area is actually really cool. Um, this whole recreation area is actually very big. There's several other camping opportunities there. And there's two different off-road areas, like designated off-road areas in the National Recreation Area, which is kind of unique to that area. There's also a National Monument you can visit yep. as well. And driving to the spot was really cool. It was very hilly and, and like really pretty throughout that area. And we went through a tornado. <laughs> yeah, a very small tornado, like a bigger dust. than a dust devil, but smaller than a tornado. So the sky was turning like completely black and I was like, oh my gosh, is that coming towards us? And you know, Tony was like, no, it's going the other way. And I'm like, uh, it's getting really windy. Like you could see the wind picking up on the sides of the roads and sure enough, a little tiny tornado. I I actually thought the tornado was forming when we were going through it. Like I asked Tony, like, can you see behind us? Like, is it forming? (laughs) Cause it blew us off the road and everything. Yeah. It blew me under the shoulder as as we were driving through. And if you can picture this, it was it's a divided highway. We had our own two lanes going one way, and then there was grassy divider, and the other oncoming traffic was way over there. And uh, the swirling debris from it was covering our entire roadway and going into that grassy median. Yeah, so it was a pretty big little area. So it was, like, swirling really hard, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to sit here because I had no protection anywhere. So we just kind of drove through, and it... Pushed me a little bit off the road into the shoulder. 
And Dad said it, our RV lifted up a little bit. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Like an inch off the ground. I never said that. Yes, you did. No. Yes, you did. I promise you. completely you. made that up. It did move us into like the shoulder a little bit. But I think that if the debris would have been higher off the ground, you probably wouldn't have went through it. Like it, we could tell because of the debris about how strong it was. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like quite throwing the debris in the air. And so I thought we would be okay going through it, which we were. It was a little wild though. Yeah. <laughs> probably shouldn't have, but we did. And that spot is about 45 minutes past Amarillo as well. Yep, which we did visit. Yeah, so we stayed there, and then we came. We actually stayed at that spot for three nights, and then we ended up driving into Amarillo a couple different times. Yep. Yeah, and while we were in Amarillo, we did a few things along Historic Route 66. We Before we got there, we had to stop at Walmart and buy some supplies. Spray paint. Yep. But we got it for a special reason. We went to Cadillac Ranch. And Slugbug Ranch. So Cadillac Ranch is a public art installation sculpture that was created in 1974. And in 1997, it was relocated to where it is now. It's located in Amarillo, and it features 10 half-buried Cadillacs, nose down in the ground, and they're at the same angle as the Great Pyramid of Giza. And the cool thing about this they're not all the same cars. Uh, each car, or I guess the whole installation, it represents like the evolution of the Cadillac tail fins from 1949 to 1963. So you can kind of see how they changed. They went from like rounded and they finally, they turned into like the actual fins that you see on those cool cars. All we cared about was that you could spray paint. Yeah. <laughs> they do encourage that you can. And so we did, of course, we... Spray painted our name on it. The girls spray painted their name. It was fun. I did 20, 23, my name a couple times, my initials, <laughs> smiley and face, heart. Yeah. <laughs> What's crazy is we touched one of the, it was dried paint, so we, our fingers weren't stained. Um, but we touched one of the blobs, and it's like more than two inches thick. The paint is so thick on those cars. It's There's crazy. Like, they probably, look so cool, though. Yeah, they look super cool. But there's probably about a m more than a million spray <laughs> names <paint> <laughs> spray painted on there. <laughs> the road that you drive in on, and the um, like the uh, cement barriers that separates your road from the I forty that's there, um, graffitied for like a mile in each direction too. And there's a <clears throat> fence. There's a fence that outlines the Cadillac Ranch. Yep. And it there's a sign over there that says. If you spray paint on the other side of this fence, it's like $2,000 fine or something. It's like a that. felony. Yeah. People do it, though. I told you not to do it, like but you insisted. <laughs> it's a really, it's it's really cool. Uh, it's something that we've seen forever, you know, and just never had the opportunity to do. But we finally were coming through, so we took the time to go. When we got there, I didn't know. There's like, they have like a little... Uh, like a little trailer there that has like swag, like stickers, stickers and postcards and T-shirts. They sell paint. Oh, they sell paint? Yeah, they sell paint. And then actually when we got there, there was um, a couple bags of mm -hmm. like half-used paint cans hanging on the fence. 
Yeah, for people that don't have it. And when we were out there, too, somebody asked us if we wanted it. And I said, no, we actually have some. Thank you, though. <laughs> but And they have trash cans there. I think it's pet-friendly. Yeah, it is. it's pet-friendly. There were dogs out there. there. Yep. yep. But it was cool. It was fun to go out there and spray paint everything and tag it up. And I said when we were there, if uh, there's crops here, they would all be dead. Because, like, the ground was spray-painted. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, people would spray-paint the dirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're talking about, like, poisoning them? Yeah. <laughs> and there was actually a can exploded. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was funny. There was, like, a can, and it was, like, full. Oh, yeah, somebody dropped one, and it just sprayed everywhere. Lexi is always very upset about the graffiti and the garbage everywhere. She always has to say something. So this was, like, a little bit out of her... <laughs> Out of her area or something. I don't know. Because when we walked out, she's like, there's spray paint on the ground. There's spray paint everywhere. I'm like, that's what this is supposed to be, honey. Yeah, it's where you come to express yourself. (laughs) Oh, and then another thing I said, if this uh, thing was fenced in and Freya would be gone. (laughs) And if she was at the other side and she would not budge if she was like lying down. Then if I ran out there to her. Like a buggy, I'm not right running back, so they're gonna have to bring a buggy out to pick me up. Yeah, because that area is a f- it's like a big cow pasture, it's huge. And what else did we do? Then we did Slug Bug Ranch, with which we also spray painted. Yep, and on that one, I just did 2023 with a heart. <laughs> Slug Bug Ranch is in Conway, Texas. And it's a smaller, less famous version of the Cadillac Ranch. Yeah, this one has five Volkswagen Beetles kind of buried with their nose in the dirt. Are they all the same one, or do they have different years? That I'm not sure. Okay. (laughs) And at the other ranch, the Cadillac Ranch, um, one car, it was all spray-painted, but you could walk into it. Yep. That was cool. Because, yeah. like, there was spray paint. And actually, Kylie did her name in there. Yeah. And I put it L and then a hard. And just like Cadillac Ranch, if you visit, you're encouraged to spray paint and leave your mark on the cars. This place is a fun stop for um, if you enjoy off-the-beaten quirky <laughs> thing, off-the-beaten-path quirky things. Yeah, like Route 66 things. Yep. Another thing we did was we went and saw Tex Randall. Yeah, Tex Randall. Was it like the big Texan? Uh, It's like a 47-foot tall statue of a cowboy. He was originally made to advertise Western apparel, I think. Yeah, yep, exactly. And where this um, big statue is, it's kind of like right in town. And they made like a nice little park for it and everything. There's like a nice parking area. It's not really, it wouldn't be RV friendly. We had the Jeep that but uh it's just like a nice little mode area around the statue and a nice little parking area and while we were there we were like super hungry and we were one hour away from home and mom looked on her map and 21 minutes away there was chewies and i cried <laughs> tears literally <laughs> came out of my eyes So a little bit about Chewy's. We love Chewy's and they're only in a few states. So whenever we leave, which is, you know, like there's none in Arizona. So we spent, you know, the whole winter there. 
And before that, we were up north, and and there's none up there. So we haven't had it in over a year. Yeah, it's like in the southern states. Yeah. Yeah, I think the and, last time we had it was Florida. Yeah, Texas, Texas, Georgia, Florida, and maybe a few others. But anyways, yeah, I had tears come out of my eyes. I was yeah. so excited. <laughs> yes, me too. Like, my eyes are water. We also did the legs. The giant legs of Amarillo. <laughs> Is that what they're called? <laughs> That's what people call them. So it was supposed to be like uh, socks and shoes, but when we got there, it was spray paint. Yep. So I read up on that afterwards, and apparently sometimes you'll see them with the socks and shoes on, and sometimes you'll see them with spray paint. It is another place that is encouraged to be spray painted, I guess. Um, it didn't look like it was supposed to be spray painted when we were there in the parking area was muddy and there was some glass on the ground so it wasn't that nice of a it wasn't as nice of an area as some of the other attractions that we went to yep but it was still kind of cool yeah and just kind of random to have these giant legs from like the shin down yeah at the cadillac ranch there was this gold paint (laughs) and then at the legs on the sign they spray painted it for some reason and then there was the gold paint. Yeah, Lexi thought it was the same person. Coincidence? <laughs> dun, dun, well, dun. it might be because, like, they had gold paint. Yeah. Everyone, <laughs> probably. But that's another little quirky stop that we did. Mm-hmm. And I think that's about it in that area. But we stayed, like, like I said, we stayed in that campground for three days. That was a really nice campground. We had no issues. It was really quiet there. Yeah. Uh, and then we drove east through the panhandle and into oklahoma yep and while we were in oklahoma we stayed at the lucky star casino and i found this one on campendium i think or i overlander one of the two and And we'll link the exact spot yeah it looked really cool because it there are actually rv spots um it's not just like parking lot camping these are full hookup 50 amp water and sewer spots and you can stay three nights. Yep. We stayed two. Yep. There's 10 sites total. One thing that you have to do is the night that we got there, I went in and checked in with security. And I just had to jot down a couple of things of information for them. And uh, I asked them, I'm like, do I need to come in and play or anything like that? Like, is there any expectation? Because I will. And they said, nope, you're good. <laughs> and Which was fine with me because... You're not a good gambler. I'm not a good gambler. (laughs) So we had a lot of things planned in Oklahoma. We wanted to go to the Capitol building, which we haven't done yet. And there was a a couple museums I think we wanted to do, a couple other things we wanted to do. But we just didn't have the time because we really wanted to push through and get to um, Michigan as fast as we could. We wanted to surprise them. And they knew we were coming, well, they thought we were coming the first week of May. Yep. And so I wanted to surprise them by at least a week or two, or they would have started expecting us to be coming in. Uh, so we were trying to push through as fast as we could. So we didn't stay long in Oklahoma, and we didn't get to do those things. But they're on our book, and we have a lot we want to do in Oklahoma because it's actually a very pretty state, and yeah, I can't wait to sure. explore it. But there was one cool thing, I think, about where we stayed in Oklahoma. Doesn't Prairie dogs. Yeah, there was a bunch of prairie dogs, including mamas with babies, and it was adorable. There's like seven babies, and they were so not cute. even not even seven. 
Like there was a hundred babies to that one mom. <laughs> <laughs> and the babies were so tiny. Yeah, they, they were. were they I've never little. I've never seen uh baby prairie dogs and they were very cute. And they were everywhere, like as far as you could see in every direction. Because we actually had our RV facing away from the casino. So the front end was kind of looking over the field that's there behind at the casino. Yeah, they were there were prairie dogs everywhere. This whole I even put a GoPro out. I was gonna say, except by, for the spot you put the GoPro, there was none yeah, there. <laughs> I put a GoPro out and just let it record for like an hour by one of the holes that was like very active. And um all the ones like three holes over in like a circle, everybody was watching. By everybody, I mean the prairie dogs. They were all standing <laughs> there watching the GoPro not do anything. And the hole that I had it hovering it by, there was no well, prairie dogs ever. Yeah, what's funny is they watched you do it. Yeah. Yeah, they watched you walk over there. Then they're like all talking to each other. And then they watched the GoPro. Yeah. <laughs> and then they never came back out that hole. Until you picked the GoPro up, yeah. and then they went back to it. <laughs> yeah, they just weren't, they were definitely not sure about it. And one of the babies were, like, slowly walking forward and then walking back. Yeah, it, it was funny to watch them kind of, like, venture away from their mom and from their hole, their burrow or whatever. Because they were, like, super slow. Those prairie dogs were like, what do you think you are, National Geographic yeah. or something? Not. <laughs> But that was cool. We spent uh, two days there, and then we beelined out of Oklahoma, and we we stayed right inside of Arkansas at a welcome center there. And we just stayed there for one night. But one thing I do have to say about Arkansas, which was very nice to see, was how pretty it was. All the rolling hills and the trees. There were so many trees. So many. They were big and fluffy. Yeah, this was when we really started getting a taste of forests again yeah i don't think before that i mean oklahoma's pretty flat in the areas that we've been yep. in and um plus uh, when we left oklahoma we left the lucky star casino to go into arkansas it was later in the afternoon so by the time we got to our destination in arkansas it was dark so we didn't really get to see any of that when we woke up the next day it was definitely pretty after arkansas we went into missouri and this was kind of cool we had tony had found jeep badge of honor trail that was like near where we were going to be and so at first we were going to skip it because we we're trying to get through and i'm like no let's just find somewhere to stay so we ended up finding a harvest host or boondockers welcome yep, yep. that was right there called chicken bacon ranch which i which, thought was cute they what does the phrase say though on their site there's no chickens there's no bacon and it's definitely not a ranch <laughs> but they are like like uh, weekend warrior RVers, and uh, they're super nice. Got to talk to both of them. And, and the area is really pretty. Yeah, the drive-in was nice. They're kind of like outside of Springfield, but like 15 minutes from Springfield, and uh, they're kind of in a country setting, so there's like a rolling green hills all around them, and there's horses everywhere. And We've got dogs and cats. Yeah. And a cat. And a horse. And a horse. Their son has a horse. Yeah, so... um. We were parked in their field, and then right next to us was a horse pen with one pretty horse that was actually in training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like a young horse, kind of. And they do have hookups there 
If you want them. Yeah, they have power and water hookups. Yeah, we didn't use them. You can stay for two nights, and we did stay for two nights because one of the night, one of the days that we were there, we wanted to go to the off-road park, which we're going to talk about shortly. Um, and the off-road park is about 40 minutes from this spot. Yep. So that was really cool, and it was a perfect spot, I think, for us to stay. Yeah, and their place is like literally like a stone throw, like five minutes away from the um, – Wilson's Creek National Battlefield. Unfortunately, we didn't get to go there this time because we ran out of time. But uh, everything I've read about it and even the the host there, they said it's like a can't-miss spot. It's really cool. It will be added on our list yeah, for sure. And it, just so you know what it is, obviously it's a battlefield. It's a Civil War battlefield. I think it's one of the largest Civil War battlefields uh, west of the Mississippi. Very cool. So the whole point of this area was the Southern Missouri Off-Road Ranch, or what some people call it, S'more. Yep. This is a place I'd wanted to go for a long time. It was kind of like off of my radar because we were in a totally different part of the country. But as we were making our trek northeast to Michigan, it was kind of like fell into place, and it was like right on the way. So we had to do it. And we try to hit Badge of Honor trails whenever we can. Yeah. This is a more of a premier off-road park. It's a little bit more expensive, I think. Um, they do have camping. They do have, like, you can bring your RV in. They have cabins. Yep. They have a restaurant. I think they have, like, full hookup sites, and they have primitive sites where you could probably use your generator or something like that or tent camp even. They um, had horses. There were horses there. Yeah, horse riding. They have super clean restrooms. With showers, if you wanted to use them. Yeah, and I think they have, like, a cafe or something, usually during uh, certain hours. Yes. Like a restaurant, cafe type deal. They've They've got got souvenirs and stickers and shirts and all that stuff. They've also got a really big pavilion with a bunch of um, picnic tables. Yep. And a playground. Yeah, and a playground that I loved. I worked at the cafe. (laughs) It's over 900 acres, and they offer a wide variety of off-road trails and obstacles. Everything from just dirt roads to insane rock climbing walls. Yeah, we've never (laughs) seen some of these things. Some of these trails that we drove by on our own trail are just a sheer cliff. Unbelievable. (laughs) I didn't even know it was a trail until you see the sign that says this is a trail and yeah. i'm like no it's not like oh that's a neat cliff but how did those tire tracks get at the top yeah do they just like go down it because <laughs> i don't know how you go up it so yeah if you want to see some insane videos of these trails you can just like look up on youtube or something southern missouri off-road ranch or s'more and there's some crazy videos out there yeah i would type in like the rot crawlers or something yeah or whatever. yeah <laughs> We'll talk more about this park uh, later on a different podcast when we dive into it. But it was super cool. We got to do a Jeep Badge of Honor trail there. Uh, there's actually two there, but we only were able to do one of them. After we left the Springfield area, we headed east over to St. Louis. And we stayed at the River City Casino and Hotel. We didn't stay at the hotel, but we stayed in their parking lot. <laughs> yep. Their RV section. And we stayed there for two nights too, right? We did, yep. It's right on the river. You can see all the big tugboats, which is really cool. Yeah, and the barges and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was a really quiet spot as well. And the casino is very nice. Yeah, it's huge. And the spot we stayed at where the like the RV designated area, 
wasn't real busy. There was a couple, there was one RV there the day we got there. Maybe another one came in uh, the next day, another one left. So it wasn't like super crazy busy. Yeah, I think it's the exit though, but we didn't have any issues. I thought we would, but it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. And it's 15 minutes from Gateway Arch National Park. Yeah, and that was, do you you guys know what number National Park that was for us? I was like 32 or 33. 32? Yes, yep, 32. Good job. So we've been to to 32 national parks, and Missouri was also our 31st state. I didn't know that. We need to claim another state without claiming another national park so they can be even. (laughs) Well, that would have been Illinois. But we didn't claim Illinois. (laughs) So again, we're we're gonna dive into Gateway National Park on a different podcast, uh, but just briefly, the kids and Tony did go up in the arch, and they went to the museum, which was a lot of fun. And when we got our number for our cart thing, um, tram, tram, we got four, and then the person behind us in the line got four, so we went with her. She was a very funny girl. And the elevator ride up was scary. It was interesting. Why? Because, like, if it, there's a, on the side of the door, it was glass so you could see out. And we could see these staircases going up. Ah. Yeah, you can see, like, the framework of the arch and stuff. It was neat. I liked it. It's four minutes, though. (coughs) Yeah. Four minutes to go up. Yeah, I like it. And you're in, like, a small little bubble. There's only, like, five seats in there. Yeah. And I was like, like, the one girl bumped her head on it. (laughs) And, like, I was perfectly fine. Yeah, she just, like, walked right there. Yeah, it was, like, Lexi size. But um, if we got stuck, then we could just climb out, like, pry the door open, climb out on those staircases and just, like, up or down. (laughs) <laughs> That's probably what those stairs are for. Yeah. That would be crazy, though. So, ha- so since it's an arch and you can go up in it, it's not like an elevator and it doesn't just, like, tip to the side. <laughs> it is like a Ferris wheel where it keeps, like, the little people. People. Sure, the cart, say that. tram. Yeah, the cart the, or the tram. It keeps that so it's like a Ferris wheel, so it stays straight the entire way. It you're keeps going it around. level. It keeps Perfect, it level, yep. just like a Ferris wheel. So, like you, when you're on a Ferris wheel, you don't flip tip over. over. <laughs> That's cool. I'm in the uh, Gateway Arch should not be a national park camp, <laughs> so I wasn't expecting it to be as cool. But it, that being said, I think it still would be a great monument. But it doesn't even have its own parking lot. How do you have a national park without a parking lot? Yeah. Next was Illinois. We had a bunch of things to do in Illinois, and we wanted to stay at least one night, but we ended up skipping through the entire state and staying in Indiana right before the city. Yeah, and and the things that we had to do were just kind of like quirky roadside things, but they were still going to count towards us doing something something (laughs) in the state and claiming it. Compared to a lot of the other states, there's very few things that we really care to do in Illinois. So, But once we got on the road... And it started getting dark. I'm like, we're not going to make these things that you have to do in the daytime. So let's just go into Indiana. I think we drove, what, an hour into Indiana? 
before you got to uh, Indianapolis. That would get us closer to Michigan, where we had a reservation to stay at a campground there. Only three hours away, and our family didn't know it. <laughs> yep, and... Yep, so we stayed at just a rest area, which was really nice. And I'm a big fan of staying at rest areas. I think they're my new, like, stayover spot to stay. (laughs) Yeah, we haven't um, done any Walmart camping in a while. Yeah, I agree. Because we've been doing rest areas instead. I like it better. It's quieter. You don't have the street sweeper that comes in. It feels a little safer to me, even though I don't know if that's true. But it feels a little safer. It's quieter. And then in the morning, you know, we can get out our Starlink and work for a little bit if we have to. Um, It's just a little bit, I think, a little bit better. And then we got up early. I ended up taking part of the day off so we could just, like, floor it to uh, the campground. And then I worked late that day. Uh, We stayed at the Thousand Trails Bear Cave in Buchanan, Michigan. We've actually stayed there before. It's a really nice campground. That's like, like our it. landing spot in Michigan when we're going back to families. Yeah. And I remember that playground last time we were there. I just so remember it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when the kids went over, they radioed us back on the radios and said, we've been here before. We remember this campground or this this uh, playground. Yeah, so and oh, go ahead. while we were there, we had friends at when we, last time we stayed there. Uh, we had friends, and their dad was there, and they pushed us, and it was, like, on the tire swing, and all of us was on it. Nice. And what's, what was cool is the playground was, like, three spots away from us, so yeah. it was really close. It's always, just, yeah, it's always nice when we can get a spot close to that. It's a good spot for us to, like, recharge our batteries. Uh, we stayed there for three nights. Two. Two nights, we emptied all our tanks, we did some laundry, and, you know, we got ready to surprise them that Saturday. We wanted to make sure we did all this because when we got here, Tony actually had to do some um, modifications to my mom's house to get us to stay here. Yeah. So, like, she, you know, he hooked up a septic hookup, which we'll talk about this all on a podcast, but he did a few things to hook us up to the house. I wanted to make sure we had empty tanks and everything was clean and ready for us to go a few days if we had to in my mom's yard. Yeah, because if we if we had to, if we weren't able to get any of the hookups done, we would have about a six-day window before we had to actually do something like dump and stuff. And that's a good thing we did that because it was soaking. Like, we ended up getting stuck in the driveway. Yeah, that was the first uh, time getting the RV stuck in mud. Yeah, we used also, the winch. first time using the winch on the Jeep, which... Probably overdid it a little bit, but it was all right. It worked. And it's so funny is we didn't even use the winch on, like, a Jeep-related thing. Yeah. We were <laughs> getting our RV, and we never thought we'd have to use it for RV. Yep. And then uh, just a few days later, now we're all hooked up, and that'll be a whole different podcast. But that was really cool. And now you are completely caught up in at least the driving part. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what, what happened up to today? All right, let's do a digging. What we're digging is about what we're loving this week. From a seven-year-old, a ten-year-old, mom, and dad. What are we digging? Hanging Hanging with with family. family. (laughs) We're such dorks. (laughs) Yes, we are all digging the same thing this time. We're going to say being in Michigan, hanging out with our family. 
I'm also digging uh, your dad's garage and a plethora of tools. Yeah, and getting to mow some lawns. Yeah, I'm going to get to mow some lawns this summer. I'm so pumped about <laughs> Dad, that. Dad, he just misses, he misses lawn or mowing the lawn so much. He has a lawn mowing game on Xbox. <laughs> Got to like, practice up. He just misses it so much. And one time we caught him playing on his phone on it. On the lawn game. <laughs> I'm very excited to see my new nephew, who I have not got to meet yet. So that was really cool. I've met him now, but I didn't get to meet him up to this this time. Lucas. Yeah, so we got to hold him. Yeah, it was nice, right? Yeah. Even though he was quite heavy. Oh, whatever. He's not heavy. <laughs> what are we not digging? I'm not digging the fact that we're almost out of propane because it's been so freaking cold here. Yeah, it's cold in Michigan. <laughs> we now know we don't come this early next time. Yeah. Surprise, <laughs> June 1st. And secondly, the rain. We were like, um, so the ground was a little wet, and so we had to wait a couple days for it to get back here. We got back here, and it literally rained that day, and it's rained every day since. So it is now a lake around us we're stuck in the spot so i was joking with my dad that it's so cold here and that we wanted to leave and he's like but you can't because you're stuck in my backyard (laughs) like you did that on purpose didn't you (laughs) he prayed he prayed for rain to get us stuck here yeah like now that it rained it's mush yeah it's a swamp i think that's good for this week Thank you for listening. If you haven't followed us yet, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at The Fayolas. Don't forget, you can get the show notes of this episode at thefayolas.com slash 77. And do us a favor and pray for some sunshine. (laughs) And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Okay, let's do this. Hit it. To off the beaten path, but no. <laughs> you just said that because you don't know the episode. Like you're opening the double doors to. Heaven. I always use my hands, but nobody can see me. I'm getting ready for video, video podcasting. Mm. Well. Better get dressed. <laughs> Whatever, kid. You better right. get dressed. <laughs> I know. I was talking about all of us. I'm in my PJs. Our plans were to drive north and then east. (laughs) And we did. (laughs) The end. (laughs) 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 What in the world? (laughs) It was so big. And it was so big. And it was super tall as well. Thanks, Kylie. <laughs> Michigan. Michigan. Hold on, wait. <laughs> Everyone say Michigan.